Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the bonobo. Now, um, first off, just want to say that the bonobo, when it was first discovered, they thought it was actually a species of chimpanzee, but they later determined that it was actually its own separate species. So saying some of the nicknames it has, such as the pygmy chimpanzee, the dwarf chimpanzee, and the gracile chimpanzee, um, explains that they thought it was a chimpanzee at first, which is why it has those nicknames. Yep. And as for where it is found, uh, the bonobo is found in a 190,000 square mile area of the Congo Basin in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So if you've been keeping up, that's actually the, now the second animal we've talked about from the Democratic Republic of Congo, the first one being the okapi. Uh, and this is in Central Africa. So uh, the species inhabits pri primary and secondary forests. And, and that includes seasonal uh, swamp forest as well. So it is going to be found in these dense tropical rainforests, rainforests in the Congo Basin in the DRC. And then as for appearance, um, as you can see, um, it is very similar to the size and shape of normal chimpanzees. But bonobos tend to be a little bit slimmer. Um, so they do have this blackish dark gray skin with black hair mm -hmm. um, and pink lips, which is pretty much the only colors that you'll see on them. And the actual size of the bonobos kind of just varies. Um, the body mass ranges from anywhere from 75 to 132 pounds, um, with an average weight of about 99 pounds in males and 73 pounds in females. So the females are slightly smaller. And then the total length of bonobo, um, when they're on all fours from the nose to the rump, um, is anywhere from 28 to 33 inches, so almost up to three feet long. Um, and male bonobos average about a little under four feet when standing upright, um, with males being about three and a half feet. Yep. And then as for color, like Julia said, they have the kind of grayish skin with these, this black uh, hair, as well as like a pinkish or like soft brown uh, face and lips. They also will have a uh, gray or white spot on their butt that kind of stays there the entire time. Um, chimpanzees have these when they're young, but it kind of darkens as they age. Bonobos, they kind of keep that dark, uh, that white gray spot. Uh, and then other physical characteristics of them. Uh, the bonobos are distinguished by their relatively long legs compared to chimpanzees and uh, their tail tuft that they have through adulthood, as well as parted hair on their head. So you can see it almost looks like they're doing a middle part in their hair. And that is just naturally how it grows in for the bonobos, which is slightly different than chimpanzees. And as Julia mentioned earlier, they uh, share a lot of similarities with chimpanzees. They're just smaller almost. So the bonobo's head is relatively smaller than that of the common chimpanzee. Uh, with They have less, prom less prominent brow ridges above the eyes. They have small ears and wide nostrils. And then females will have slightly more prominent breasts in contrast to the flat breasts of other female apes. Um, although not so prominent as compared to like humans. And then the bonobo also has a slim upper body, narrow shoulders, thin neck, and long legs when compared to the common chimpanzee. So they're both terrestrial and arboreal, meaning that they will walk both on the ground and will hang out in the trees as well. Most ground locomotion, so how they walk on the ground, is a quadruped like knuckle walking. It's the pretty stereotypical ape walking that we think of where they're kind of walking on their knuckles. And then bipedal walking we have seen them do it and it is recorded recorded them walking on their back two legs but it's it happens less than one percent of the time that they're terrestrial so the quickest way for them to get around when they're on the ground is going to be that all fours knuckle walking and then as for what they eat um they are what is known as frugivorous frugivorous um which means its diet mostly contains things like raw fruit 
roots, shoots, nuts, and seeds, things like that. But they are known to eat things such as honey, eggs, and um, meat from some small vertebrates. Um, and then working in small groups, they often share the food that they've actually found and then gather together in large groups um, to build their sleepiness. So it is kind of the thing where if uh, one finds food and the other doesn't, they will kind of share it with each other. Yes, and that's they're very uh, social, and we'll get more into that when we talk about the behavior stuff. Um, but yeah, they they are very uh, sharing with all the food that they find. And then as for uh, how it might hunt, so um, it's a we have a, as a fun fact later on, but I can go ahead and mention it now. Um, it's actually been seen bonobos. Um, they have been found to be uh, fishing in rivers. Uh, they'll they'll fish for shrimp in rivers. So that are some of the small invertebrates that they'll eat, as well as some uh, worms that they will go looking for after a big rain. And then as for what eats it, there's actually a few things that eat the bonobo. Uh, the one big one is going to be the jaguars. Um, the other big one is uh, large snakes. If they are able to get a hold of like young bonobos, uh, they can uh, swallow them whole and they can eat them. So those are going to be the two big things that are going to be uh, preying upon the bonobos. And then as for mating, um, they do kind of have some sort of courtship ritual. Um, what is called mutual gazing will occur between two bonobos. Um, and it may before uh, occur before mating as well as during mating. Um, and females will also mate with multiple males. Um, it, it makes it hard for them to determine um, if the offspring is theirs, the actual male bonobos, because the female will mate with multiple males at a time. And then as for a pregnancy, the gestation period for bonobos is about eight months, give or take. Um, and typically the mother gives birth to one baby every four or five years or so. Um, and the baby bonobos, when they're actually born, they're only about three pounds. So they are very small. Mm. And then when it comes to child rearing, uh, as with a lot of other great apes, uh, there's a really tight knit family unit and there's like these big groups of these apes, especially bonobos. So the, the baby uh, bonobo is generally with its mom at all times for the first three months of its life as they need their mother's milk. As they get older over the next year, they will gradually begin to venture further and further from their mom. After this uh, next year, so about a year and three months in, they will begin to eat a traditional diet. So they'll start weaning off the milk and they'll actually start eating like fruits and whatnot. And adults will show high tolerance for young uh, bonobos. Uh, so they'll, they're willing to put up with a lot. Uh, and then bonobos will reach puberty around eight or nine years old. So that's when um, they're technically sexually mature uh, is around eight or nine years old. But bonobos will play baby, as in, like, they'll act kind of childish, uh, even after weaning, where they do kind of like a rocking, they'll do uh, whimpering, as well as having temper tantrums, like a normal, uh, like a human child. Um, play behavior develops uh, by about two years, and then around three years, when they can locomote nearly as well as adults, they'll still play within about 30 feet of their mothers, usually. And then around three years, the switch to being carried on the back, uh, rather than on the mother's chest, and then they'll be fully locomotive on their own around four or five years old. And they will reach full size uh, between 13 and 16 years old. But like I said, the sexual maturity is a little earlier. And then full size is 13 to 16 years. And they will typically live up to 60 years in captivity and in the wild anywhere between 40 and 50 years. And then as for behavior, um, like we mentioned, they do have a very um, tight-knit, complicated family and social society kind of uh, uh, rules that they have, if you will. 
Um, so they do have um, matriarchal rules. So typically in groups, um, it will be the female, a single female or females that lead. Um, but there are also males that are very highly ranked in these groups as well. Um, and it really just depends. Um, a lot of it depends on if the male was born to a mother that was higher ranked and yeah. stuff like that. So they do have very um, tight-knit social statuses, if you will, even after um, they have moved on and more babies are being born. Yeah. And they are some of the least aggressive of any of the great apes, and that's including us. Um, we actually don't have any documented wild instances of a bonobo killing another bonobo. Uh, whereas with like gorillas, chimpanzees, they are very aggressive and they will kill another chimpanzee or another gorilla. Bonobos, on the other hand, they don't. They are extremely f uh, familial. They are extremely kind. They practice stuff like altruism, compassion, empathy, all that sort of stuff. We've even seen in uh, wild groups, if a new uh, bonobo comes in, the 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 existing group that uh, that the new one comes into, it will be treated almost the same. It will be given food. It will be taken care of, uh, which is unlike any of the other great apes that we will see. And they don't have a defined territory, uh, so they'll travel over wide ranges. Uh, and because of this, uh, they have to uh, be evenly distributed. For, so they have to evenly distribute food. So that's where we talked about earlier, where they're uh, they're gathering food for everybody to share, essentially. Uh, and then there's not really any uh, advantages that males will get when forming alliances. So you see, usually there'll be like a group of like bachelors and like chimpanzees or gorillas, and there'll be some advantage where they can fight another group. Uh, there, this doesn't really happen in bonobos. Cause like I said, it goes back to them being a more docile and kind nature. And along with this too, um, they're not a very territorial species. Um, and you'll see that with a lot of other ape species as well. They have their defined ranges that they call home and um, different groups won't cross into these groups. Um, but with bonobos, they kind of just go wherever they please with the, all these other groups. Uh, they're not very territorial about one place or one um, specific area, um, which just goes to show again how um, they really aren't aggressive towards each other, even if it goes to other groups of bonobos. They really don't tend to be aggressive towards each other that way. Yeah. And so a community of about 100 bonobos will split into small groups during the day while looking for food, and they will come back together to sleep. And they'll sleep in nests that they make in trees. Uh, and the adult bonobos will sometimes share nests with each other, which is a very unique behavior among great apes. And as I mentioned again, they are extremely well known for their ability to get along, uh, both with uh, members within their group and outside of their group. And then as for communication... Um, there is some uh, studies actually being done on bonobos compared to common chimpanzees. And one of the things that they found was that bonobos warn each other of danger less efficiently than chimpanzees in the same situation. Um, so they're not quick to communicate to each other in that way. Um, but they are very communica uh, communicative as still. So bon bonobos are capable of passing what is called the mirror recognition test for self-awareness. Um, as all great apes are, which means that if they look in the mirror, they actually can recognize that it's them in the mirror and not another bonobo, for instance. Um, and they uh, generally communicate through vocal means. Um, and the means of their actual vocalizations are unknown, uh, but it is seen that they can make the same noise in different situations, and only other bonobos in that group understand that it uh, means something different in different contexts. So it's really interesting to see that um, 
it's similar to us where we have different words that can mean or the same word that can mean different things in different contexts so it's very similar to that yeah and another thing uh when it comes to communication there they have a lot of facial expressions they are very expressive and a lot of the facial expressions are ones that we share uh where you can tell if someone's you can tell if a bonobo is happy or angry uh and one thing that i thought was fun just uh to think about is bonobos uh they'll actually tickle each other and you will see they will get big grins on their face and they will laugh uh so there, there's a lot of similarities that they share with us as well as other great apes and then as for population, um, it is kind of sad when talking about the bonobos. They are listed as an endangered species. It is estimated that there's about uh, 30,000 to 50,000 individuals left in the wild today. Um, the threats for this include um, habitat loss in the area, human population growth, uh, political unrest in the area that's still going on today, um, as well as commercial, commercial poaching, which is actually its biggest threat currently. Uh, but there's some good news on the conservation front. So the Zoological Society of Milwaukee developed the Bonobo and Congo Biodiversity Initiative. So this program includes habitat and rainforest preservation, which helps keep their uh, environments safe, uh, training for Congolese nationals and conservation institutions to help uh, people over there know what they need to do, as well as wildlife population assessment and monitoring and education. So the big thing, like what we're doing now, just getting the, the name of the bonobos out there so people know about them. That's already a huge first step uh, into help protecting their numbers. And then in 2003, the U.S. government um, allocated $54 million to the Congo Basin Forest Partnership. Um, and this in, uh, investment triggered the involvement of international um, establishments to help uh, get bases in that region to work and develop bonobo conservation programs in that area. Mm -hmm. um, and this initiative should improve the uh, likelihood of bonobo survival. Like we said, it it doesn't help just them. It also helps the area that they're involved in, um, which plays a great role for them. Um, but its success still depends upon building greater involvement and capability in local and indigenous communities. And then there are numerous other organizations. Some of them include the World Wildlife Fund, uh, the African Wildlife Foundation, the United Nations. All of these have given assistance, grants, as well as possibilities of rebuilding the habitats for bonobos so that they, they may exist elsewhere to try and help save the species. And that wraps up all the general information that we have, but we do have quite a lot of fun facts about, about the bonobos. Uh, so the first one is, while the bonobos are now recognized as a distinct species of their own right, like I mentioned earlier, they were initially thought to be a subspecies of chimpanzees due to the physical similarities between the two species. Yep. And uh, as the two species that we have mentioned, bonobos and common chimpanzees, uh, they're not proficient swimmers. They're not great at swimming. Uh, the formation of the Congo River about one and a half to two million years ago is possibly what led to the speciation or like the diversion in the evolutionary tree of these two animals. Because uh, bonobos all live south of the river, whereas common chimpanzees are going to be north of the river. So they were separated from the ancestors of the common chimpanzee. So that way that that split kind of happened in the evolutionary tree. And along with these common chimpanzees, the bonobo is actually the closest extant relative to humans. So they are the closest to us along with these chimpanzees. And the name of the bonobo is thought to derive from a misspelling on a shipping crate from the town of Bolobo on the Congo River near the location from which the first bonobo specimen specimens were collected in the 1920s.
And then there are um, two bonobos at the Great Ape Trust. Um, they have been taught to communicate using a keyboard labeled with lexigrams, which are just geometric symbols, um, and they can respond to spoken sentences. So one of the bonobo's vocabulary consists of more than 500 English words, and he has comprehension of around 3,000 uh, spoken English words. And the same bonobo was also taught how to make and use simple stone tools. And then the bonobos play a huge role in uh, the eco ecology of their environments. So during a bonobo's life, a bonobo will ingest and disperse nine tons of seeds throughout the land. So some plant species depend on the bonobo to help spread and disperse these seeds. Bonobos share 98.7% of their genetic code with humans, making them, along with the chimpanzees, our closest living relatives. And as the last great ape to scientifically discovered, we don't really know a lot about the bonobos still. I know we've given a lot of information, um, but they are still relatively new to what um, science is still learning about them. Yep. And then I mentioned earlier that they're not proficient swimmers. Uh, however, though, bonobos are much less fearful of the water compared to chimpanzees. And as I mentioned earlier, talking about their food, we've even seen them fishing for shrimp with their hands. And the bonobos have also been observed um, sponging water out of tree trunks with moss. Or, sorry, sponging. Sponging water out of tree trunks with moss. Uh, so they'll actually take the moss and sponge water off the bark or the inner trees or whatever um, after, like, a fresh rainfall. Um, and they'll make rain hats, um, out of leaves as well. Um, and they shape a toothpick out of a twig. So like we said, they're super intelligent creatures. They can make simple tools just like that. Um, which we don't really see with a lot of other animals, which is really cool, um, that they can take a leaf and make a hat and that's as simple as that. Yeah. And that wraps up everything we have on the bonobo. We hope you enjoyed. They are a very interesting species. It's the very first uh, great ape species that we've talked about. I know we've talked about uh, a monkey or two on here, but this is the first uh, ape species. So it's really awesome getting to learn about these creatures, um, especially seeing like how similar we are to them. It's, it can be really heartbreaking, but it can be really, really beautiful seeing that. Um, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for stopping by. Be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking about the capybara.